and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and Master of Physics graduate, Evram Yazgan, is unpacking icehouse climate change modelling. And I am Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who wants everyone to think long and hard about climate change when they go to the polls this Saturday. So, new research suggests that we have been looking at the wrong data to inform our climate models. And the result is that climate change may be worse than we originally thought. So, Evram, just getting this out of the way in the beginning, does this mean that humans aren't actually responsible for climate change? Not at all. Uh, the re- new research does not call into question the drive for climate change. So, we are still sure that it is humans which are causing climate change we're seeing now. The science is still clear. It is human activity that is causing climate change. Uh, We've had six uh, intergovernmental panel on climate change reports since 1990 to make this irrefutable point. Okay, perfect. Not that we are causing climate change, but it is irrefutable. It is still exactly our fault. So next question, where does this data come in? So we use data to make models of climate change. It's a very involved process. Uh, Scientists take what we can learn from climate change events in Earth's ancient past to make predictions about the future based on trends that we're seeing today. Uh, And sometimes the periods that we look at to to make comparisons are millions of years ago. Wow. So how on Earth can we know what the climate was doing millions of years ago? Great question. So we can paint a picture of uh, climatic changes and what the Earth's atmosphere was like and the impact this had through geological history by analysing things like ice core samples, rocks and fossil records. For example, we can measure things like atmospheric methane and CO2 levels and also sharp decreases in biodiversity through fossils. Okay, so I'm no professional climate modeller, but That all sounds correct to me. What is exactly wrong with this data? Yeah, so the the data we've been using compares what we've obtained since the uh, Industrial Revolution to what are known as greenhouse phases in Earth's history. And these are phases in Earth's geological past where the Earth was experiencing warming but was already hot. We are currently in what's called an ice house phase, And this is where the Earth has vast stores of ice. Oh, so I presume you mean the polar ice caps. So which data should we be comparing it to then? Yeah, exactly. The fact that we have polar ice caps means that we are in an ice house Earth phase. So we should really be looking at periods in Earth's history where there was global warming, but the Earth was in an ice house phase. In other words, there were similar ice uh, caps and things. Okay, so... That seems like some pretty specific criteria. Does such data exist where we have our ice caps, but also global warming? Yes, yeah. So an international team found exactly such a period. And this was around 304 million years ago, uh, where we had an ice house Earth with global warming. Okay, so that's a very long time ago. What did they find? The period that they're looking at is called the Carboniferous. It was a period where you had giant insects, amphibians, and ironically, uh, the plant life which we're now using to fire our coal-burning stations and things like this was alive back then. Right. And what they 
found does not bode well. Oh dear. All right. Tell me. What is it? (laughs) So they found that an ice house earth may actually be more severely and more quickly affected by global warming. Within around 300,000 years, atmospheric CO2 levels doubled, uh, the oceans became anoxic, and biodiversity dropped on both the land and in the oceans. That warming was probably caused by erupting volcanoes and is believed to be one of the fastest warming events in Earth's history. Okay, so that sounds incredibly bad, but I just want to clarify, what does anoxic oceans mean? Because it doesn't sound good. No, it's not good at all. So anoxia in the oceans occurs when ice caps and glaciers melt, they release fresh waters, uh, fresh water onto the ocean surface, which prevents ocean uh, circulation and cuts off oxygen to deeper water, basically making dead zones in the oceans. Ah, perfect. Okay. And so how do they know this happened 300 million years ago? Okay. So for example, anoxia in the oceans uh, can be seen due to increased uranium isotopes in rocks on the ocean floor. Right. And they found exactly these kinds of rocks in what is now China. And they estimate, the scientists estimate estimate that around 23% of the world's oceans became dead zones 300 million years ago. Okay, so that is huge and, in fact, yeah, really terrible news for us. What does this mean for the climate models? So I guess the takeaway is that modelling is hard. It's not an exact science with an infallible answer, which, you know, it spits out a number at the end, which is perfect. What we do know is that the trends we are seeing are important and we're always looking to get more and more accurate data. And only through, you know, collaboration and further discussion will we be able to find the best data and more accurately predict through our models what's happening in the future. Uh, but if you're looking for an infallible answer about the future, it's just not going to happen. Okay, so we don't have an exact answer, but we have some pretty clear trends and the trends are what we need to be looking at. So again, not to make it political, but I implore everyone, please think about climate change when you go to vote on Saturday. And that is enough for me. Thank you for listening and be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. From Listener and Cosmos Magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions, big and small, in just 10 minutes. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.